Episode 31, we start off talking about a power grab, Idaho style. And is it really important that we all get vaccinated? We also talk about Tom Brady throwing his 600th touchdown pass and then Mike Evans throwing it into the stands. Oh, no. And we finish up with a little talk about the latest James Bond installment. So check us out, The Deacon and the Doctor. Welcome to The Deacon and the Doctor. I'm Deacon Bill. And I'm Dr. Rhonda. And I am an ordained deacon in the Catholic Church. Well, I'm a doctor of education. And the idea of the podcast is we're going to invite you to pull a chair up to the kitchen table and we're going to talk about real events. What's relevant? Yeah, and you might not agree with us or we might not agree with each other, but we're still going to have the conversation because, you know, it's hard. It's hard out here. And this is the deacon and the doctor. Hey folks, uh, this is Deacon Bill here. Just a quick disclaimer. Know that the views expressed on Deacon and the Doctor are strictly Rhonda's and mine. They don't represent I can speak for myself. My <laughs> views. <laughs> they don't represent the views of the Catholic Church or any church within the Catholic Church, right? And they definitely don't represent any education, no institution or uh, entity. Just my views. And the other thing that we'd love is we'd love to hear your views. And so you can reach us uh, on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, Find us at Deacon underscore Doctor. Yes, Deacon underscore Doctor. And follow us and give us some likes on the things that we post that you find interesting or comment if you have something that you'd like to add. And we will be gladly discussing it on our future episodes. Thanks. Hey, Dr. Rhonda. Hey, Deacon Bill. So you know how sometimes you go away for a couple of days and things just seem to go crazy while you're gone? Um, what are you referring to? So the Idaho governor goes on a trip for a few days. And while he's gone, the lieutenant governor basically changes all of his policies on COVID restrictions, like wearing masks and things like that, like all the things that she had disagreed with, she just changes the laws like overnight while he's wow. on a trip for a couple of days. So what do you think about that? Huh? Just... I, I think I need to find me another lieutenant governor. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'd be doing. I don't think he gets to do that. Well, no, of course he doesn't because they were elected. But, I mean, like, how does that... So, I say... If I'm the governor and I say, hey, yeah, everybody should wear masks in stores. So, Lieutenant Governor. So, in Idaho, the way that their state constitution is written, if the governor is gone outside of state lines, the Lieutenant Governor is fully. Like the fully. Vested to to do whatever she wants to do. That's kind of a beast beast move to, to do that. But I mean, like, so wouldn't the governor just come back and change it all, change back. It all back? Yeah. So what's the point? So it's a waste of money, a waste of time. I'm with you. Uh, but I think it's just her way to build her base because I'm sure like she's going to try to run against him in the next election. Oh, perhaps. But typically you don't see that in politics. You don't see like, you it's know, a different. It's a different world. You're right. It is. Many things are changing in the political arena, especially I mean, for crying out loud, the GOP, like hard right GOP pundits, are coming out in support of Kyrie Irving. 
Kyrie Irving, you mean the basketball player that still isn't vaccinated and right. ain't getting his paycheck? $17 million, y'all. $17 million. And the team has said, we're good. We don't need you. He's had fans outside the Barclays Center protesting to allow him to play. So and what now if, he's but, got these right wing, you, you know. But, like, so here's my question to that, right? What good is he doing anyway? I, I'm not, like, okay, it's your personal right. Personal decision. It's, it's your right sure. to make that personal decision. But shouldn't you be... And let's face it, he's got money. I mean, it's not... I, Clearly. $17 million is not, I'm not, you know. But that's not just, it's not, I, if I'm not mistaken, it is not just, it's $17 million, uh, like, over a, nah. a, a, a well, period of time. Well, he's probably not, a max player, right? So right. They're so probably in the neighborhood of, I think at a max contract, he's probably in the neighborhood of about 50, 45, somewhere around that million a year. So, so I, I don't so, know the exact number, but it... NBA so players get paid to, ridiculous he's money. He's willing yet. to forfeit 40, Whatever that money $45, is, $50 million contract, dollars yeah. to not get a COVID vaccine, which great. That's, that's, your, yeah. that's your desire. Are you now also just going to walk away from basketball because you're in a contract with this organization and they're not paying you and you don't want to play? So, you know, and, and many, I guess, to, to bring that, bring the situation down to like many people that worked in the service industry are yep. now taking a hard and fast stance on my life is in my time is worth more than what the minimum wage is that right. I've been paying. So yeah, he's a rich guy. He he has money that and he can sit at home, yep. but there are the, the other side of it is that there's a subset of the population that has decided I'm no longer going to work in that service industry job because that service industry job did not respect me. Right. When I needed a paycheck. Well, the other one that's that's really coming front and center in a lot of legal disputes um, is healthcare workers who, for whatever reason, religious, you know, that there's there's a strong religious disagreement because a lot of these vaccines, not just COVID, but a lot of other vaccines, come from stem cell research from aborted uh, fetuses, children. Right. So the uh- which which ones? Because that's like you you threw you just threw through a lot of medical research. A lot of medical research comes but from that. Com- is 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 yes grounded so in they're, some they're, stem cell research. These, these but, groups are conscientiously objecting to having medical benefits from that action. Okay, so give like somebody saying that they're not like they don't want to reap the benefits because like the in other words the ends don't justify the means. Okay. So you know, so from but you that, know you can get stem cells from a, a. It's it's not always from a fetus. I agree. I, cells, I wish more cell, researchers cells, would take stem, advantage of the fact that stem cells from placentas, yeah. stem cells from new new like if, if right. you know I, I'm so, with you, but if, it's as I understand it, it's more expensive to do it that way. Well, I'm just saying, like there, you know, there is there there could be potential, but I don't know. And that's why I say, like, I would, like, what specific, like, so you're saying, like, Catholic people, per se, well, not, like, if not it's a just Catholic, Catholic person, actually, somebody, the, but that's, the that's Catholic Church research. has actually come out and said um, the vaccine is available and not getting vaccinated puts more people at risk. 
Yeah, I think so, a lot of, and that's the general consensus among most most people. But so my my question is like you went to a yes, all I know vaccines are research based, and you, you, there's a lot that goes into these these things. But the healthcare workers um, so but are anyway, not but not what, being vaccinated being told, because of they're being told that they cannot come back to work. Period. Same way Kyrie is being told, you can't come back to work. And they're making a decision. And they're making that decision also. But they're making it at a time when the healthcare industry, as just like some of these other service industries, is critically short on qualified nurses and doctors. The nursing industry has been for a long time kind of, you know, their, their numbers have been down. And they can't seem to generate enough nurses and in, in to keep that flow. But it, I think that the part for from a nursing standpoint, like as a nurse, I have to be there 24-7. Like, so shift work is the nursing industry, right? right? Not to say that, the doc, that doctors aren't shift workers also. If they're in a hospital. Yeah. If, if they work in a hospital... Then they're they're they might be working rotations, but nine times out of ten, like when when I've been in the hospital, the person that I see over over those overnight periods was a nurse. Yeah, a nurse comes in and checks on right. you. The doctors, I don't know what they what they're doing. They're in the emergency room. So doctors are in the emergency room, but I'm saying those doctors that are making rounds for like people like the OBGYN, unless they're delivering a baby, ain't yeah. in the hospital. Right. No, but but the point is, so these these healthcare professionals are being told if you don't get vaccinated, don't come back to work, and they're like, fine, we're not coming back to work, but you know who's going to fill these slots, right? You know, if, yeah. if you don't have a qualified the, it's a, nurse, it's the same way with teachers. So I mean, as a teacher, yep. if I'm overworked and I've I've been, I'm I'm keep I mean, teachers keep getting crap dumped on them during this pandemic, and so. And that's that's the over overarching story that I hear. Like you know, it's too much. It's too much. Yep. They want us to do too much. They want us to teach the kids that are at home quarantined. They want us to teach the kids that are in the school building, and they want us to teach yep. these vir- the kids that have decided to go virtually. Like I'm one person. Right. I can't teach three different bodies and and prepare right. three different things. Right. So at some point, the teacher says, "You know what? I ain't coming. Sure. They don't come back." They they're they're burnt out. They're Critical tired. Critical shortages. And, yeah. and teaching, there were already there were already there was already a shortage of teachers. Right. Right. So but specifically, have, I want I want to touch on the the organization saying if you're not vaccinated, you don't come back to work. Well, okay. So t- and, if, and I, can only, I can only speak on for, for my my um, district that I work in. Right. Everybody that's not vaccinated, it's your choice. But every Monday, you you get tested. So if that's what they want to do, then that's that's the and that's the path that they that choose. provides a path. They yeah. they they're able to. So we haven't said, well, no, you're out. But at the same time, some people feel like they're being singled out to sure. have to do this this weekly test when nobody else has to do the weekly test, or they have they have a certain set of rules and guidelines. But you know, my thoughts are it's your personal it's your personal decision, right? It's a decision that you make. Within your household, among yourself, yourself, whatever, however, and at the end of the day, you have to live live with that, right? So those healthcare workers that have decided, I want to go away 
I'm not coming back to work because you're telling me that I need to do well, something. Well, I, I think what I'm they're prepared. deciding is I'm not going to get vaccinated. You can lay whatever consequences on me you want. Right. So, I mean, that's not to that's, say that that healthcare worker can't find a job at another location unless, like... I don't know. So, in New York, that's a, that's, I think that's... It's in a lot of places, not just New York. Well, and I don't know about any... I don't know about all the places, but, you know, so... Yeah, so, yeah. Is it, I mean, here is, in the is, metro area, you can't be in the hospital if you're not vaccinated. Oh, you can't? Well, you know, so again, again, those are the decisions it, is, that those is, is it, is it appropriate for a business to say, yes. not vaccinated, you can't come to work? Right? Is it appropriate for a government institution? Yes, because because the, look, the federal government employees this. are being told the same thing. Look at thing. this and think about this. We have kids that are going to school every day, and though there are kids that can't go to school without a vaccination, we send home before COVID yep. on a regular basis. Oh, your kid doesn't have all their vaccinations; they can't come to school. I remember at the beginning of every school year, parents can sign a waiver. So you can sign you can sign a religious exemption waiver, right. which perhaps we get to that point with COVID, right? But and there are people that have. Like for medical reasons, they can't get the vaccination because mm-hmm. it, it has right. an allergen or something. Right. Right. So there are people that can't. And, and the, the, to my knowledge, New York has said if you have that condition, they will still allow you to work. It is, it is you. It's, I don't it's know like, if the hospitals are letting it's you come me, back. It's me saying, well, I ain't getting the vaccine. And I, I don't have anybody to. There's nothing. There's no one to say, hey, yeah, you can... Um, you you can do what you want. You know, like you can do what you want to do. I mean, ultimately, to me, the vac- being vaccinated is about the health and well being of others, right? As well as yourself. But I'm, you, you don't you, know, you don't want to cause more of a problem, and that's what the vaccine, you know, hopefully is preventing. Right? You are stopping the spread, like all those campaign slogans were saying. Right? Still yeah. saying. So, no, I agree with you. I guess the issue I have is, yes, we all understand the merits of vaccines and, and the, not just COVID, but all of the other vaccines that we've had in our lives. The, it's just, it, it's interesting to me when it's, you know, thou shalt rather than this is available. And I think that's where we just need to be careful. I, I, I think we... We run the risk as a country that's dedicated, you know, on personal freedoms of not achieving some of that. How so? I mean, like, Bill, it's the, I don't, I, I really, I think that this has just been, this, the vaccine has been politicized. There, there's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's being, and, and I mean, yeah, you got the right to choose. That's a founding principle of this country as well. Sure. You have the right to choose, but and, at the same, and business and, and owners no, have the right to set. And so you're you're saying because the government is saying that there's a vaccine mandate that that's there's there's an issue there, which, yeah, perhaps. Well, no. perhaps so so but a I don't private business, why you, a private business can say whatever they want. Thou shalt be vaccinated, right? Mm-hmm. So can can the private business say thou shalt be heterosexual? Uh, no. Sex, sex, sexual? Right? No, because so do we have. That's why. Can we, it say we have those those kind of laws you in know, place? Thou, but, thou shalt like 
you know, we don't we don't do like the mandatory drug testing, right? Even though it's far healthier. Wait, what do you mean mandatory drug testing? It's far healthier to to not be a what drug user. What do you mean, user. man? Like there, but there are people that in places that say that you can have like there they have mandatory drug policy, drug testing policy. If I if if something have my work doesn't necessarily have a yeah you're gonna go pee in a cup, but. They're, they're, Should all businesses be able to do that? Not just like government business, like not well, like not just clear government. jobs, those kind of things. But I'm just saying, like, how far does this go to say you have to promote healthy, you know, work style? Like, should should overweight people, should people with medical issues not be allowed to work? Like, how far can a private business go in saying thou shalt? Like, I'm just saying, if you introduce, you can you can force the vaccine. What other things then logically follow from that? Well, that's I, I, my concern. I think that that's a your your argument is kind of flawed in that we have we have laws that have been established. They they didn't. They're not helping for COVID. That, that's just well, my point. Like, but we like, have laws that say you shouldn't be able to arbitrarily restrict. Right, but that's what Based I'm saying. Based on a health like, reason, if, but right. and, unless so that have, health reason, if I have a health reason, is but it's, vaccination. A, it's the same way. Everybody's entitled to a free and public education, right? All right. children are entitled to that. But if you're not vaccinated, your parents need to homeschool you unless you have a medical exemption or you have a religious exemption, and you have to provide documentation on that. Right, but you can't get a religious exemption for COVID vaccine. Can you? How, no, that how, that that's so what all these court cases are about. All well, these businesses go. have it's, said it's, no, it's you coming. can't have a religious exemption. It's coming then. And they're like, but wait a second, uh, this is supposed to be part of the law. And they're like, well, it doesn't apply to COVID. So I'm just, yeah. I'm just saying, no, if I you set aside the law for COVID vaccines, no, the law is not being set aside for COVID vaccine. I think that it's uncharted territories, and I think those people will eventually probably win cases because. It's we'll just see. it's just like everything else because somewhere along the way, somebody that was not heterosexual was discriminated against in the workplace. Right. There was a case brought, and that you know some a person of color didn't get a job. Right. So you got you know civil rights laws happening. You know civil rights act. So you you got you have things and places and situations and circumstances that have dictated these laws. Right. Throughout the course of our history. Right. History hasn't always gotten it correct. Well, I just, again, I just simply point out that it's a slippery slope. And, and I think as much as it may, may make sense logically to say the vaccine is promoting a healthier environment for everybody, you just have to be careful that once you set aside... You know, that law that says, you know, you can't discriminate against a person because of these health reasons. Mm-hmm. It just opens a door. So that's that's my concern. That's you can't my concern. discriminate a person because of these health reasons. If you. I, I, there's no precedence for vaccines. I'll give I, I'll just right. go there. I, I never no I never was told, well, hey, you can't come to work if you don't have your flu shot. I never was told you can't come right. to work if You're you don't right. have your. Measles, mumps, and rubella, you know, booster. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? But, like, I mean I guess, I've never heard that before in the workplace. No, no, you haven't because outside of the flu shot, 
all the rest of those things you got along the way when you were a kid, probably. And if you didn't, you... you but no, you like, when, when we traveled overseas, we had to get boosters on some of those things. Yeah. You know? I mean, there's there's still a chance of... Yes, there are, and they're, know, they're passing just, those things along. Right, just there were out. There have been outbreaks in the United States on right. some of those th- some of those uh, diseases that have, that were eradicated, but they're coming back because you have a subset of the population that, that doesn't is, believe that in is getting decide, decided anti-vax. We shouldn't. Right. We shouldn't vaccinate. Right. So. What uh, sense does that make? Are you uh, are you making and producing a healthy environment for your unvaccinated people? I I don't think so, but okay. Yes. All right, enough bad news. Let's talk about some good news that's going on. Uh, a uh, the starting quarterback down in Tampa Bay threw his six hundredth touchdown pass this weekend. Tampa, Tampa, Tampa Bay, Bay, right? Tom Brady. So Way to go. the funny thing about it, though, he threw the pass to, to wide receiver Mike Evans, who they're playing in Chicago, finds a Tampa Bay fan in the sands, gives the the ball to he the fan. He gave the ball away. So, you know, they're all celebrating. And then, you know, like some of the, uh, the whatever, I don't know, trainers or whoever come over, staff staff members of the Buccaneers come over and they're like, hey. We need That's that. A 600 we need pass. that ball back. Tom <laughs> wants that one. You can have this one. Yeah. So they agreed. They swapped uh, another signed football. You can uh, have, couple jerseys, you can have five, a helmet. Look, you yeah. can have five ninety nine. <laughs> you can have this five ninety nine pass ball, but we need that six hundred. Right. Yeah. And, and the fans also getting tickets to the rest of the games this year. So. Oh well, they. I think that's a pretty they're, good deal. They're probably you know. doing pretty. Pretty good, unless yeah. they were already ticket uh, season ticket holders. Yeah, I'm sure these are going to be good seats, right? They, they better be a lot better than those end zone <laughs> ball grabbing seats. So um, you're gonna put me in the stand in the uh, thing with what's her name, Giselle? Giselle. I can sit next to Giselle. I can hang out with her for the. <laughs> yeah, for I don't the, think you're getting that seat. Well, no. there you go. No, it's not. It's not a good seat. Giselle dude. don't have nothing. Giselle would be like, just keep the ball. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Right, oh, but um, but obviously, just continuing to break records at at forty four, forty five years old. You know, he's leading the league in touchdowns. He's leading the league in yards, uh, passing. He on his way to being he's, an MVP. Sixty seven percent. Are they going to give it to him? Percentage. Um, they keep. You know, they'll always talk. Try to talk into not giving it to him, right? You know, for years it's always been, oh, because well, of this or because of this. They, There's always a reason. He better get it this year. But um, but I'll tell you, it's just remarkable that he continues whooping butt, taking names. Yeah, and nobody like that. And like, just think about it. That's that's the person that's driven because he's always been. Like it's the underdog, right? Right. Well, he's all, it's always the, it's the system. It's this. It's, it's that. always something else. Look at his combine picture. Look at his stat. Like it's always something, right? You know, and you you know you can't have a quarterback who doesn't move. Well, he doesn't he's, move much. He seems he's doing to be doing all right. You yeah. know, when you can get rid of the ball in one point one or you know whatever the, the these incredible pass rates that he has of getting rid of the ball. When you can do that, when you can call out the defense before the defense gets set, you know. Yeah, you're doing you're doing great things, right? So I just I just continue to be amazed and and right. uh, good job good job Tom Brady. 
So I made it out to see the latest James Bond film. Yeah, I don't really like those. You know, so I, I, I will I don't tell see you. The, I don't see the. All the James Bond fans out there, I think you like this one. There's a lot of callbacks in this movie to, you know, going back to the Sean Connery days and to the Roger Moore days. So that there's a lot of that. It's a, um, it's still Daniel Craig, so it's still, you know, a little bit more action-y, you know, a little bit more gritty. Uh, that's always been the big difference with the Daniel Craig Bond. You know, he's not the the suave, sophisticated, has everything, you know, figured out, mm-hmm. you know, James Bond. So not not all of the, the long-time Did fans. Did you hear me when I said I don't know, I don't really pay attention to James Bond? But you've been watching the new movies. You saw Skyfall and you saw yeah. some of Spectre. Yeah. Spectre what, saw some of you. That's right. Spectre <laughs> saw some of me. That's it. That's all. But um, but no, you've liked some of these newer some, movies. Some of them are all right, but like I just it's it's like the never ending movie. They're all they all do. It's the same thing. Well, and this over, one has a twist over a long period of time. Like why does it, why can't movies be like an hour and a half, two hours tops? Yeah, this is and, long. And, and yeah, this is a long. We're done. Yeah. I don't have time. I mean, you you. But there's a twist in this one now, because you can't you know, ruin the twist. Well, for the no, this one that was in the previous. This one was in the previous. Oh, okay. So you, you've already twist? seen this, but um, so James has retired. Okay. And there's a new 007. Okay. And it's know, a lady. And it's a lady. Yes. Of color. A lady so, of color. Yes. So, <laughs> little bit, a little bit more diversity in the well, James Bond. It's 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 so you saw. So Bond's retired and you have this lady of color that's playing Bond now. Well, no, she's 007. Like, she's who she is. Okay. But, you know, it's that designation, that 007. 007, yeah. You know, so. Um, and it's right in the beginning where she looks at him and says, what, did you think they'd retire it? You know, kind of, that was kind of funny, I thought. Oh, okay. You know. Yeah, no, I'm still not watching. They can make as many women of color Women, period. Well, we'll see if they keep making more James Bond movies or not. You know, but uh, but I I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's all we have for this week's show. Thank you, Doctor Rhonda. All right. Thanks, Deacon Bill. And thank you all for listening. We are out.